0: And welcome to another beautiful edition of Podcast Dark Elevation. As always, I am your host, Dirk Elevation. I've been having a lot of trouble recently with the technical difficulties, uh, so I've missed episodes here and there recently. So this one I'm just going to do quick, so I have something recorded, something that can be put out there and I'm using uh, Mrs. Elevation's computer because it's just a better don't don't buy a Chromebook is what I'm telling you if, if, if you want to do things that you would do in a browser or like on your phone buy a Chromebook if, if that's your, your if your biggest issue is that you don't have to you don't want to have to do things on a tiny screen with no keyboard with no you know typing keyboard when you could do something with a, a bigger screen uh, then uh, be my guest get a chromebook if you want to do literally anything else it's probably worth it to invest in something that has an operating system a, a windows or mac uh, i i guess you can use a linux if you want if you if you know how to use linux if you know what linux is you don't you shouldn't be getting computer advice from me Uh, But anyway, let's get into this. We have a show in Laredo, Texas uh, at the Sames Sames Auto Arena. Uh, So nothing was the Sames about this show. This crowd in general felt a little bit lethargic. I don't know if they really wanted the Laredo kid to show up and he didn't. uh, But I don't know what their deal necessarily is. Somebody was booing Hangman. That's that's something that I that I heard uh, from this crowd, and that immediately, you know, I I I don't know if I trust them. That it's the panhandle of Texas. I believe I believe Laredo is like panhandle area. I may be thinking of Amarillo. Yeah, I am definitely thinking of Amarillo, but maybe I'm thinking of Laredo, Laredo too. There is always, I always say this is not a geography podcast, but there is always a weird amount of geography conversation on this show. Juice Robinson defeats Fuego Del Sol in six minutes and seven seconds. Uh, You know, good to see Fuego on TV. The crowd likes to see Fuego. Uh, He's the type of person who Juice Robinson should be beating right now as we start to get used to Juice Robinson being around, trying to figure out what his... Uh, what is exactly his spot is, you know, he, he burst into the scene here beating, or not beating, but facing John Moxley, he's, he's had some high profile opponents, uh, and now he got this win against Fuego to his name, so that's, that's a good way to get over as a heel, is to beat Fuego, uh, I don't know if I like him taking off Fuego's mask, for a number of reasons. Number one is that I don't know very much about Juice Robinson, but that does not see, feel like it is within his character. He doesn't seem like he's mad about a lot of things. He's usually just likes to talk about how rock hard he is. It's hard to be rock hard and also angry at the same time. Uh, so he should short, just sort of be, a, his heelishness should sort of be incidental to his personality, but not in a mad way. I mean, it, Go ahead, just, if you don't believe me, try being rock hard and mad. It's difficult. Uh, and also, he, he's somebody I know who has traveled around the world, has done a lot of international wrestling. I don't buy it that somebody with an international pedigree like that would dislike masks that much. You probably had to face a lot of mask-wearing individuals, and you haven't an act like that every time. But I think the most crucial reason why I don't like it is because it's already a thing somebody else is doing. It really distracts from uh, pelo pero Pellegrino and El toro blanco that that they're that they're supposed to be the mask collectors right now and somebody else is removing masks it, it just does not there should be a a few people who don't like masks and it should feel very um very meaningful you know we know we know why. Los faction ignora, ignorables, ingombra mm, I was getting so good at it. Ugh. We know why LFI does not like masks. Maybe is Juice Robinson going to join LFI? It seems wrong for both of them. We, I, you know, if you tell me MJF doesn't like masks, well, he's disrespectful to everybody and everything. He doesn't like wrestling, so that that would make sense to me if he if he wanted to take a mask off of somebody. I. Uh, We know that Taz uh, dislikes masks because he has to sit next to Excalibur all the time. But for the most part, I think most people should feel fairly mask neutral. Uh, Which, uh, mask neutral sounds like a a grinder setting. Uh, Anyway, Athena defeats Evelyn Carter in two minutes and 53 seconds. Evelyn Carter is like, um, sounds like, someone who's related to Jimmy Carter, uh, who will be dead soon. He may be dead by the time that this comes out. Uh I do not wish to speak ill of him, um, other than to say that uh neoliberalism has been uh, a disaster uh for all people and he you know, his prints are all over that. Uh and but well, we should have t- probably good could- should have probably listened to him about the metric system. So that's all I will say. Evelyn Carter, we don't know what her stance is on the metric system, but she got a, a metric ton of beating from Athena, who, again, we don't know any of their stances on the metric system. Um, we don't know if if uh, Athena likes feet or meters, but we do know that she likes to use those feet to cause pain to her opponents. We don't know if she likes to use meters to cause pain to her opponents. Athena, keep it going, girl. I like it. I, I think taking Yuka Sakazaki out of commission for long enough that she can go back to Japan and then be ready in a month and a half, I, if that's what they're doing, more power to it because that, that is that is a good way to set up what I think will be an interesting uh, uh, reason to turn in for that Ring of Honor pay-per-view. The firm, uh, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty with Stokely defeated Warren Johnson and Zack Zilla, or is it Zack Zia? We are in Laredo, so Zack Zia, Warren Johnson, uh, Big Bill. He's so large. Uh, there was a chant for uh, we want Enzo. Uh, and then, to be fair, a follow-up. No, we don't chant. That happened during this match. I would have to. Uh, I would have to decide with the no, we don'ts, uh, especially given the context that it, the we want Enzo stuff was happening while Liam Moriarty was in the ring. And even if you don't hate Enzo, uh, come on, come on, you're gonna do that to Tiger style. Emi Sakura, Marina Shafir, and Nyla Rose defeat Leva Bates, Madison Rain, and Willow Nightingale with Sky Blue? Hey, what are we doing with Willow Nightingale? Why is she teaming in did on arrival matches by which I mean with Leva Bates? Who doesn't who doesn't win? Let's just be honest. Let's be clear, that's the team that's going to lose in who will almost certainly get the pin. Why did she have this match instead of Sky Blue? Maybe is there an injury going on? I was really hoping that uh, Willow Nightingale would have something to do with the match between uh, uh, Tony Storm and Britt Baker and Ruby Soho as Ruby Soho's partner. That seemed like something that was that would that would make sense that she would come out as as a as an additional odds maker or like there would have been a scene where ruby's like I don't need your help I don't I don't need anybody's help she's sort of been thrown to the side in this feud as has a, probably not as hard as hikaru shida has been thrown to the side in this that that's probably a little bit more egregious but in terms of how high you're placing somebody on the card willow nightingale Why is she in Sky Blue's position? And why is Sky Blue the one who's facing Soraya this week? If if you are replacing Willow in the sort of larger women's feud with Sky Blue, you are making a grave mistake, I would have to say. Uh, Just somebody who I'm always talking up, and then somebody who I... Not even don't even want to, but always find myself criticizing in sky Blue, just because there's just very little space for the women on this show. They don't get a lot of space and I, I am hoping it's a good match. I hope this is a match that, and sky blue has had better matches recently uh, than, than, you know, than she's had in the past. Hopefully this will be a good match. Hopefully I think it's maybe Saraya's first for, it's a, definitely her first singles match on TV. Uh, that we've seen so hopefully something c- good comes out of this but I don't know I I just worry about Willow I worry about Sheeta and honestly if Sky Blue gets thrown into the, the top of the card before she's ready which is another name for now that I'm worried about Sky Blue as well cause she's still she's got something she's not nothing it's just a, 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 something that's needs to be developed powerhouse Hobbs defeats Sal Muscat uh I believe hey let's go back to Geog- geography Jones for a second uh Muscat is the capital of Oman and Oman did this guy get his ass kicked by powerhouse Hobbs you know what I I got no idea what Hobbs is doing right now I don't see a place for him in the revolution card let him keep you squashing people People like it. He's kind of given up on the book, though. Hey, I've been there. I've tried to write a book before. and It, it is not an easy task. Uh, what? Oh, they should bring it back for uh, National Novel Writers Month. That would be a fun bit for me. The best friends, Trent and Truck, and the Dark Order, Uno, Silver, and Reynolds, defeat The Butcher and The Blade and The Firm with Stokely halfway in 8 minutes and 52 seconds. Interesting. A lot going on there. I don't know why... Well, I, I guess I know why the firm's other members weren't there. They were in another match. Uh, and then maybe the guns are... St- I, who knows? I, th- I think we can officially say that the guns are out because Stokely has not taken any credit for any of that. But the... Yeah, yeah, just a a, a strange, uh, strange collection of people. Especially when you think that Matt Hardy used to be the Butcher and the Blades boss, and he no longer is, and there's no sense of uh, animosity. They sort of just teamed together. There wasn't a lot of uh, anger, and then uh, the one of the best. I think Chuck got the pin here. Which is, which is also interesting just f- for the fact that uh, Evil Uno's got a match this week. You'd think that they would be trying to build up him or build up the Dark Order. They seem to be playing into this Hangman storyline. But who am I to say? I don't know anything about anything. The Lucha Bros defeat Ari Divari and Tony Nice, who are teaming together in the tournament. Uh, I'm sorry. Not this. It's not a tournament. It's a battle royal. But why? What's we just saw Zach Woods, Josh Woods. I do this every single time, and then I have to mention that jo- Zach Woods was on Silicon Valley and on The Office. And yeah, so Josh Woods. We just saw. Maybe that. Maybe I'm the reason why this keeps happening. I'm not doing the man any favors. He's good, though. He. he I think. It's a more interesting thing. Ari Devari has his own thing that he does. It it, it all seems so very strange. Uh, Smart Mark, not a great... Uh, not a great... Uh, something about uh, you can't be odorous, odorous in an elevator in Texas. It felt like a little bit of a stretch. Was not one of my favorite ones. Um, but... Paul White had to leave commentary because of Mark Sterling which was not totally made clear why that was what that was a cover up for something else it was it was unclear but if that's what they're building towards some sort of uh elevation based hatred between uh Sterling and Paul White culminating in a pre-show destruction of uh of Mark Sterling by Paul White well, it's the pre-show. I'm I'm into that. I'm in, I'm into that. So anyway, that is your that was your elevation uh for this week. Let's get over to not going to pretend to do an ad break because we are not even close on ads anymore. Thanks a lot provider. Matt Sidell defeats Slim J with the rest of those uh uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fellas. It still seems a little bit gendered. Uh, with with the rest of the the trustbusters, I'll just call them that. Uh, Ten minutes and 31 seconds. They let these uh these fellas, which I think applies to both Matt Seidel and Slim J. Uh, maybe it's a little bit a little bit too chummy for what I'd call Slim J. He's a little bit of a, a of a degenerate. I don't I don't know if he deserves being called a fella. Um. They went for a while, and this was fun. I, th- I think it it's worth checking out. Uh, at the end, there was a beatdown. Out came Top Flight and AR Fox. So they sort of squared that, literally, because there's now four points on that. I will enjoy that as a, uh, as a tag team match coming up. I think that that will be a very athletic team on one side. And then on the other side, pretty athletic too. Ari Davari can certainly go. Slim J is a is is a character. Sunny Kiss always want more Sunny Kiss, and, and this would be a good opportunity. So yeah, I'm I'm in favor of this. I, I hope that this works it works. Uh, Julia Hart defeats Devlin Macabre. Uh, the House of Black is now feuding with the Elite, uh, another womanless faction, so we still don't know what Julia Hart is going to do. Hopefully, she can beat up Brandon Cutler. Book it. Why Why not? Why shouldn't we get a Brandon Cutler versus Julia Hart match? The Work horsemen, Anthony Henry and Drake, defeated J. Malachi and Oliver Sawyer. Kinda like Jay Malachi. He stood out. He was he was he has high energy. He he's got some ups. I wouldn't wouldn't hate to see more of him. Anthony Henry's got a new hairdo. Looking real heelish. I like it. JD Drake. Looking good in those pants, my friend. Like it. The Renegades defeated Lizzie and Peyton Blair in 2 minutes and 27 seconds. Unclear whether or not they're a real tag team. They did have very similar looking gear. Uh, The Renegades, uh, I don't know what the plan is for them. I think it is good that they are uh, making it seem like there's a women's tag division. So keep that up, I say. They can keep finding new things to do with them. Preston Vance defeats Blanco Loco, uh, who got unmasked, which we already talked about the unmasking. Good for Preston Vance. Uh, keep it up. I, I would not mind seeing the two of them, uh, Vance and Roosh, uh, win win one of the battle royals, because I think they, they could use a nice little push for LFI. Um... And it's so all there. Tony Deppen defeats Caleb Conley in four minutes and 39 seconds. Deppen starting to get to the heel stuff that I was hoping to see. And now He's no longer announced as from Shemoygan. Shemoygan? I can't remember the name of that town. He He's from Shemo- Shemoygan or something like that. That's his real hometown. Gets announced as being from there a lot. Not anymore. We're going Hershey, Pennsylvania, the sweetest place on earth. The, the 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 heelish choice to be from Hershey Pennsylvania um and yeah so i'm excited to see more heelish tony deppen give it to me the iron savages defeat chris sanson and terry Kidd in 2 minutes and 5 seconds this is a pretty good turnaround match for the iron savages they they looked impressive they beat the hell out of uh, the other guys uh none of that JT Davidson stuff i wonder if that has been uh disbanded or not uh, it it i can't say that it very much improved the, their product i think matches like this improved their product i i'm going to uh, the JT Davidson stuff i would say is overall neutral to their product as as far as we saw it uh but yeah this is uh this is good tracking stuff for Boulder and Bronson. George Joel George-ole and Rohit Raju defeat Bryce Cannon and Dale Springs. Dale Springs is a golf gimmick that actually I kind of enjoyed. Um, George Joel and Rohit Raju, obviously uh, both uh, men of Indian descent. Uh, George Joel was born in India. Rohit Raju was, uh, born, uh, was born in Saginaw, Michigan. So... Not actually close to each other. Also, if we are to believe the places that they have previously been announced as being from uh, in their careers, as like the where their families are from, they are from 31 hours drive apart. Not that close. George Oles is closer to like like uh, I don't know uh, 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 like Nepal than he than he would be to to Rohit Raju. So maybe he would actually fit along better with a, a Nepalese uh wrestler but I mean they're both Indian so that that's cool. I, I I don't they probably eat different types of food the north indian kind that is popular in uh in america that that's the stuff that George Joel probably grew up eating uh, whereas the south, I believe where uh, Rohit's family is from. If we are to believe where he has been announced from the past as his family's origin, if we are to believe that, then they are from what I believe to be southern India. What I believe to to be uh, a lot more. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they eat doses over there. Can't can't say for certain. Uh, I don't know, but. The My my main point is, is it a little bit stereotypical to assume that Rohit Raju and Jura Joel belong on a tag team together? Maybe. Yes, I would say so. But is it better for both of them than what they were doing before? We'll see, but it's certainly possible. Emi Sakura defeats Billy Starks in 9 minutes and 11 seconds, and I will never forget uh, how much fun I had watching this match. Uh, Billy Starks, she's really doing the thing. She's really, really looking good. Uh, Emi Sakura is um, got busted open in this match. Not someone you associate with getting busted open, but she said she between the Jamie Hater match and this one, oh boy, we might be seeing a Sakura resurgence. If if the space opens up for her, then I because that is sort of the the missing thing in this major women storyline right now between the originals and the people who came from that that came from somewhere else uh they're they're missing the the Joshi component of that there's no originals or somewhere else you you're all the same because none of you are Joshi that could be that could be a a stance and Emi Sakura, she's been showing that she can have great matches. So let's get more Emi Sakura. And more Billy Starks, but also like finish High School Billy. Brady Booker defeats Dak Draper. Uh, I'm going to reserve judgment on this. I did not see anything either way that makes me feel any way. If you ask me who on these shows would I give wins to... Before Brady Booker, I, I could probably come up with some names, um, but I didn't know who Brady Booker was. So, you you still got time to impress me, Brady Booker. I should I make a uh? I, there's a couple of different ways I could go with Brady Booker. Uh I'll, uh, I'll tell you, uh, the Brady Booker, uh, who got him that uh that Bitcoin commercial. That guy's going to be in some trouble. That Brady Booker, huh? Huh? Uh, that That's... That's... Uh, that's... that's This stinks. The Wingmen, Benoni, Avalon, and Nemeth defeat Jarrett Diaz, Jay Marie, and Rich Adonis. Hey, how about that? I got no thoughts on that. Caesar Bononi with a beard kinda looks like Skylar Aston. Um Still think Ryan Nemeth this still could be Ryan Nemeth's year for me. Uh but we will we will see. Uh Jeff Jarrett and Satnam Singh defeat the boys. Boy, uh Satnam Singh is very large. He is he is the size of multiple boys. You, you <laughs> He he is he is bigger than at least two boys. Uh, that 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 would be a fun way to. <laughs> and now coming to the ring, weighing in at three point four boys. Satin, sat I'm singing. That hey, that sounds like a a good Jeff Jarrett along for the ride. Probably giving some wisdom to Satnam Singh, so that's good. I just, I just really enjoy seeing that huge man, and maybe that's a me, me thing. Maybe that's my my little bit of a of a size queen uh, coming out. But I do like that guy. And then Trent Verretta defeats Tony Nese in 14 minutes and 14 seconds. Knew that was going to happen. Going to be honest with you, did not watch it. As I'm... I am allowed to. I don't have to watch the last episode. The last match. If I have... If I want to have about it. I had stuff to do. And, uh... Tony nice Uh... Very well... Could be getting that... Uh... Coveted. Well, if you lose in a battle royal... I don't think that counts as a loss... In the traditional sense. So I wouldn't... I will not say he's gonna lose twice in this week. Unless he has another match on Friday. Um... But, yeah, I would, no, you, you can't get, because Jade Cargill lost in a, tra- in, a, in a battle royal, and that does not count against her. So, cannot say that that counts. And, well, that's the show this week. Was it good? Was it bad? Who can say? But one thing you can say for certain is that I did make a podcast episode about it. Thank you. Oh, be sure to like and subscribe and follow PW Musings for uh, all good uh, writing.